couple of weeks ago, state lawmakers came back to the Capitol announcing that they were going to work on some energy deal, and they had it ready. They came back to the Capitol, and it wasn't ready. Uh, and then they quickly said, ah, we're going to come back sometime this summer. Well, what's the latest on this energy legislation that could lead to coal-fired power plants closing by either 2035 or 2045? How natural gas plants are going to be impacted? Uh, what about uh, nuclear subsidies uh, to uh, to keep uh, nuclear energy going? All in an effort to try to find clean energy. Uh, what's the latest? Well, uh, a group of uh, business uh, associations and others are going to be uh, holding a news conference a little bit later on this morning to get a preview of that. Let's connect with one of those that's going to be part of it, and that's the Illinois Manufacturers Association's Mark Denzler. He joins us on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. Mark, thanks for taking time. How are you out there? Hey, good, Greg. Uh, I'm dry, so that's a good thing. Good morning. Absolutely. After this rain, I'm looking forward to the Independence Day weekend. Sunny skies, perfect for fireworks. So let's get right into it. Just a few moments here. Um, you know, we, we're going to hear more about this later on this morning. But uh, what's the latest? What are you guys hearing about energy legislation that's going to uh, possibly impact coal-fired power plants? Well, the, the governor and lawmakers are still talking about it. But the thing that's not in dispute, Greg, is that. This is going to be the largest rate hike in Illinois history. And for the manufacturing sector, uh, we consume one-third of all energy in the United States. So any changes to Illinois' energy market uh, are going to have a profound impact on the industrial sector in Illinois. And, and again, there's no doubt this is going to be a significant rate hike, both for businesses but for residential customers as well. So when we're talking about manufacturers and the products that they make for consumption uh, by you, me, and everybody listening right now, uh, it, it's likely that uh, it went through a manufacturer's plant. Uh, if they are going to be increasing uh, prices for energy on manufacturers, what does that mean down the line for consumers? Well, that certainly is going to make products more expensive. Consumers are going to have to pay more. You know, and Greg, the, the disappointing thing in all of this is that the, the end rate payer, whether it's businesses or individuals, have not been at the table in the last month or two when they've been discussing this or negotiating it. And we're the end payers. And, uh, you know, early estimates, Greg, show that this is going to be probably $700 million a year. And, you know, so ultimately cost rate payers billions of dollars. And, you know, one of the best things that only has going is our low energy costs. We deregulated the market in 1997. Studies have shown since then that consumers, both businesses and, and, and residents, have saved nearly $40 billion. And Elmoy is, is pending to take away that huge advantage that we have when it comes to energy. Mark Denzler with the Illinois Manufacturers Association joining us on the WMAY morning news feed to talk about uh, how possible energy legislation at the state house is going to impact uh the the uh, business sector and also those who work for uh companies that manufacture goods or retailers and so on um if, if the manufacturers and other businesses are having to pay more for energy because this could like you said have a 700 million dollar subsidy paid for by uh nuclear power customers uh, which would be increased rates. I don't know any other, other way to pay for that other than increasing rates. Um, what does that mean for the investment that these companies are able to do in Illinois, not just for expansion, but uh, even for jobs? Well, you know, th that's one of the, the issues because this is this the energy situation is, is um, an opportunity for manufacturers to provide some of these products, but then the cost is a challenge. And 
we not only use the technology, we create it. And, and manufacturers have a great track record. We've um, decreased emissions by 21% over the last decade while increasing productivity by 18%. But, Greg, these should be market-driven solutions, not a bunch of politicians in a back room coming up with these aspirational goals without even maybe the technology available to meet those goals. But, you know, to your larger point, whenever you're adding, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars annually in increased costs, businesses are going to have to make other decisions. And so maybe they don't provide that pay raise to workers or they can't hire those additional workers or buy that new piece of equipment. Um, For a manufacturer in particular, energy is often their most expensive cost outside of personnel. So, Again, this has a huge impact on the industrial sector. And you guys are saying, and this is a, a, a broad array of business groups that are going to be taking part in this news conference later. You guys haven't been part of the conversations in the past month? You know, we have not. They have excluded us. And uh, the governor's office, to their credit, very early on had, I wouldn't call them discussions, just kind of uh, groups coming together to outline various issues. But no, the business the business customers and, and the residential customers have not been represented at the table. And that's what's so frustrating and so different than what we've seen before in, in 1997 or 2007 when governor's offices and legislators brought every stakeholder in. And you know what, Greg, they did studies and they showed what the impact would be on cost and on reliability, and they continually updated those models. There's been none of that this year. Um, we haven't seen any of these models or economic data or what the impact on jobs or rates are going to be from the governor's office. And we've asked for that repeatedly. And uh, it's a shame how they're acting this year and not asking um, all the stakeholders to be in the room. And it seems to uh, ideology is uh, driving a lot of this because I've tried to ask, you know, if there a crystal ball that says that uh, there's going to be a huge detriment if something's not done by 2035. And I just I can't get a, a straight answer on that. Mark Densler with the Illinois Manufacturers Association. Tell me about another aspect of government uh, involvement in, uh, in business. Uh, we've got about a minute here, but uh, a, a law starts today about pretrial interests. What's that and uh, what does it mean for you guys? Yeah, again, another uh, curveball that the Governor General Assembly threw at us. It was a gift to the trial lawyers where they're going to add a 6% prejudgment interest on certain lawsuits. So uh, it's just going to add to the cost of litigation in Illinois. It's going to raise uh, rates, insurance rates, but really more importantly, the impact on doctors and hospitals who oftentimes face these lawsuits. And doctors already struggled today with medical malpractice costs. This is going to result in a significant increase. And Greg, it's always telling when the government passes a law uh, that imposes, in this case, a new 6% penalty, and they exempt themselves from it. So I don't know you know, if there's a clear way to say that if it was such a great policy, why did the state exempt themselves from the same law? But again, something that's going to make Illinois' tort climate worse and increase litigation costs. Mark Densler, Illinois Manufacturers Association. We'll see you a little bit later on uh, this morning with uh, other business groups talking about energy legislation. Uh, thanks for taking time with us, and we'll talk again soon, okay? Thanks, Greg. Take care.